Welcome to the Christian Business Advantage Podcast, the podcast for Christian authors, speakers, coaches, and virtual assistants. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant, author, and speaker, Alicia Avant. On this podcast, we'll talk about how to build an online presence through email marketing, social media marketing, content repurposing, and building and maintaining your website. After serving Christian authors and speakers for over a decade, I have learned a great deal about their greatest needs, and it continues to be a privilege to serve them. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Business Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today we're going to continue to talk about email marketing. And the reason being is I still had a few questions that people were asking about what to include in an email and how to keep people opening their emails. Because we've talked about, you know, setting up an email list, what you need to set up your email list, you know, the types of programs to use and that sort of thing. But it doesn't stop there. You have to continue to communicate with your readers. And so it's important that you have a way to do that and that you are able to be consistent with that. So today we're going to talk about what's included in an email newsletter. So first of all, we, like I shared, we talked about a nurture sequence. And a nurture sequence is a series of emails that someone gets after they sign up for your free offer. So they sign up for your free offer. And then you still send them several emails afterwards to continue that relationship. You're building a relationship through a nurture sequence. And I share that in my my free offer, which is the... The ebook is called Effective Relationship Marketing with Email, and we talk about that nurture sequence. But once they finish the nurture sequence, they will begin to receive your regular email newsletters that you do on a consistent basis. This might be weekly, it might be monthly, um, at least monthly is what I would recommend. I send a weekly email newsletter. And so what is necessary or what should be included in a weekly email newsletter? I'm going to share with you five things that should be included in a weekly email newsletter. And that's actually, yeah, that's right, five things. And so the very first thing is the first thing that they see and that is an attention-grabbing subject line. What makes you open an email? That's a question that you can ask yourself. If If you get an email or several emails in your inbox, and one of them is titled Alicia's Newsletter, July 2015, 2023, would you be incentivized or curious to open that email? Probably not. But if you get an email in your inbox and it is titled something like how I increased 
my blog readers or how I sold 1,000 copies of my latest book in a day. Something like that that grabs your attention. And you can actually Google attention-grabbing email, you know, email subject lines and get free resources that share with you some of these attention-grabbing headlines. I've even had people who send me emails come up with really funny email subject lines. And even though maybe they weren't something I wanted to know, They were funny enough that made me say, I'm curious enough to to open their email. And so, think of ways that you can grab the attention of your reader even before they ever open the email by the subject line. I thought I would just go back through some emails and share with you some emails that I was sort of enticed to open just by reading the subject lines. So I'm just going back in my email inbox. The first one is ready to make a bold move question mark. Another one that caught my attention and I wondered, hey, what is this about? It was 12 surprising symptoms of stress. So you see how it gives you a reason to want to open the email? Get rid of creativity blocks. You know, when you're blocked and you can't come up with something to say. Let me see, Uh, what's another one? So there's a gal whose emails, subject lines, are always kind of outrageous. And this one was from July 4th. And it says fireworks, question mark? No, that's burning garbage. So you see how she really entices you to open the email. All right, so number one is attention-grabbing subject line. Number two is personalize the opener. So in order to personalize the opener, you will need to make sure that when someone signs up for your email list, that you are not only getting just their email, but that you are also getting their name. A lot of times people just do the email to make it easier, but in order to personalize the opener of your email, like dear blank, You have to have their name, and in order to do that, you have to, when they sign up for your email list, get their name. So, people like when they see their name, and it is, it just makes it more personal. It makes it like you're talking specifically to them. And so, if you can personalize the opener, that is a second important thing to include in your email newsletter. Thirdly, You want to include a personal note. Now, obviously, when you're speaking to people on your list, we're wanting to let it be about them. But I like to see a little bit of everyday life 
and behind the scenes from the person I'm reading the email, whoever's talking to me. So I like it if they say, I hope you had a happy 4th of July. I spent mine with my grandkids or whatever it is. You know, I like to hear that they have a regular everyday life and they're not just about whatever subject it is that they're emailing me about. So I believe having some personal story or opener is a great idea for an email newsletter. So that would be number three. Number four is once you do all of those things, you've got them opening your email, you've personalized it, you've told a personal story, now you need to provide value. Give them something that they can use. And you can do that by sharing a little bit of a blog post and then linking over to that blog post on your website for them to go and read the rest of it. You can do that by sharing about resources and links to those resources. You can do this by sharing about your latest podcast and then linking to your latest podcast. There are so many ways to provide value, but truly that is like the key piece of an email newsletter. And then fifth, you want to have a strong call to action. There should be an aim to the end of your email and a strong conclusion or call to action will drive home your whole purpose of this email. So you want to bring it to a close and inspire them to do something. Whether that be go click that email, that the link in the email to go read your blog post, or whether that be click the email, the link in the email and go to the Facebook group and respond to the question you posted today. Or click the link in the email and go listen to your latest podcast. You want to drive them and point them in another direction. And that is the whole point of the email. You don't just want them to open the email. You want them to read the email. And then as a result of that email, you want them to take action. And so if you have these five things, you're on your way to creating an email newsletter that works for you and is effective part of your marketing strategy, your whole online marketing strategy. So attention grabbing subject line, personalize your opener, write a note of person, you know, personal note, personalized story, provide some value and end with a strong call to action. I hope that this was helpful. We're going to continue to talk for a little while longer about email because there's so much that we can talk about. And if you have questions, please don't hesitate to ask them. Look me up on Facebook. The Christian Business Advantage is my Facebook group. It's free to join. You can join and come in and ask questions and I might address them on another episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening.